Persons listening to this show should experience varying degrees of euphoria and might radiate a warm glow of truth from their entire being. This phenomenon sometimes lasts hours after a typical brain massage. If you are listening with another Lights On listener and they begin to glow, don't be concerned. This is a phenomenon normally associated with Pastor Scheidbach's patented brain massage technique and merely means the truth has set them free. The devil beware. Pastor Scheidbach is on the air. Hello, my friends. I'm Dr. Scheidbach, pastor at the Lighthouse Baptist Church in Santa Maria, California, and your brain masseur. Get ready for your brain massage. Guns are killing people again. But in response to the Lewiston massacre, uh, they're not hunting the gun, are they? No, they're hunting the suspect who pulled the trigger of the gun. Our liberals now so confused... Not only can they not tell the difference between a male and a female, they can't even tell the difference between a gun and the shooter. Good heavens. Oh, God help us. 18 people killed by this monster. The suspect, Robert Card, alleged to have murdered 18 in Lewiston, Maine, is still at large. Our hearts grieve with family and friends of those murdered. And we trust our prayers for justice to prevail and that God will hear us. COVID, that deafening silence you hear, is coming from the U.S. medical establishment responding to the disturbing increase in American deaths, especially among younger Americans, since they started pushing their COVID mRNA shots. These vaccine pushers are guilty for these jab deaths as much as a heroin pusher is for the deaths that follow his trade. Wait till you hear from the makers of a new movie, Cutting the Head Off the Snake. The coming war with today's axis of evil, China, Russia, and Iran. Have we attacked Iran? Looks like we did. And finally, why they hate Mike Johnson. And the question, will Mike spike, sputter, or spin? Another invigorating, stimulating, scintillating, insightful look at the news from a biblical perspective. From the brain masseur, it's time for your brain massage. Truth. Served here, flavored by delectable wit. Delicious sarcasm, succulent sagacity, a gourmet meal for the mind. Folks, even Newsweek is noticing that a whole lot more Americans are dying than expected. Uh, no one seems to know why. Headline, why are death and disability rising among young Americans? Insurance companies are noticing. Hits their pocketbook, you know, their bottom line. So they watch stuff like this. One insurance insider called in an open secret of increased excess death. Now, that's insurance talk for the number of people dying above what is expected by the actuarials. Disabilities are up 33%, and deaths are at record-breaking levels, a quote-unquote troubling trend and uh, signal continuing waves of early deaths and so on. Specifically, 25% more deaths among 15 to 19-year-olds died in the first five months of 2023. Now, that's 1,000 more than the norm. Altogether, 87,000 more people died above the norm in that period. So, when it affects someone's bottom line, it gets noticed. But apparently, our establishment medical professionals are not concerned. I guess they continue getting their paychecks. It used to be that medical people noticed stuff like this, you know, and even showed some concern, like back in the old days when a swine flu vaccine seemed to be connected to some sudden deaths. I think it was 25 or more, was that it? And they pulled the vaccine and shut down the government's mass vaccination program. Uh, here's an article from New York Times back in 1976 telling us they shut down the swine flu vaccination push in nine states after only 
three deaths were reported as possibly correlated with the vaccine. Now, here's an article written in 2020 reprising what back then came to be called the swine flu snafu, 1976, three years after Roe, by the way. And it's shocking to discover how even back then that pandemic scare was totally politicized and became a boondoggle and a big pharma hustle. You can read the article. It's linked right here. Oh, back to the point. CDC stipulates to more than 6,000 deaths correlated to COVID-19 shots. A little over 25 in 76, over 6,000 today. So let's see now. You know how you when you compare a dollar today to a dollar in the 70s? You have to adjust for inflation, right? Well, what do you call the adjustment necessary here to compare the attitude of the medical establishment toward the value of human life back in 76 as it compares to their apparent value for human life today? Back then, a little over 25 people died in a circumstance that suggested the introduction of an experimental vaccine might have been the trigger, so they pulled the program, shut it down. Today, more than 6,000 die in circumstances suggesting the mRNA jab was a trigger, and the propaganda jab pushers get louder. I don't have time to go into it here, how we know the CDC and the FDA are complicit in pumping up the COVID-19 death numbers as they were pimping that whole, scam, that whole scam, when the agenda was to gin up fear and push people into the vaccine lines, and then suppressing the number of mRNA vaccine-related deaths in order to do the same thing, to keep pushing people into the vaccine and booster lines. But the truth is nearer to many tens of thousands have been killed, uh, facilitated by these vaccine pushers. But let's just stay within the numbers of the medical establishment, the ones they'll stipulate to, okay? Is that fair? Well, not to the lives that died that aren't counted. So in 1976, at least 25 lives were lost with a possible connection to an experimental vaccine. And back then, that was too many to risk continuing with the program. But in 2020, more than 6,000 have died in circumstances suggesting a possible connection to the mRNA vaccine. And we're still counting. And no one in the government or the medical establishment is calling for the vaccine pushers to back off. In fact, it's the opposite. So let's see now. How do I calculate this out? The impact that 50 years of the legalized murder of babies under the cover of one of the most wicked court rulings in the histoire of mankind, Roe v. Wade, which launched a holocaust in the wombs of confused, abused, and sometimes just sin-hardened women, the impact this has had on the conscience, the collective conscience of the medical profession generally. Baby murder will do that to you, you know. Kill a few babies and you'll, you'll lose some of your soul. But it was considered a constitutional right in 1973. And it took a while for that to harden the general medical community as this atrocity continued under the sanction of law until June 24, 2022, when the SCOTUS rightly and justly overturned that wicked ruling. And during the period, human life devalued roughly by 100%. I mean, friends, that's, that's pretty close to saying. We went from uh, a place where we valued human life above pharma profits and politics uh, down to a net zero in our valuing of human life relative to the importance of politics and big pharma profits. Satan's continued focus has been to rid the earth of humankind. Depopulation has always been his agenda, and it's the agenda of his children of disobedience that are under his influence today, death, is chosen by these perverse people. Death is their answer to everything. Unwanted pregnancy, just kill it. 
Climate change? Well, let's just kill off some of the population. China chose death with their concern about overpopulation. Instead of acknowledging the inalienable rights of the people and allowing them to farm and produce and provide for more, well, they decided to restrict population growth by controlling how many children a family can have. And so they implemented a one-child-per-family policy. Well, that doesn't even replace your population as it dies off. And now they're in trouble, big trouble. you got to read the number of articles out there concerned about what's going on in China with this mess. Uh, so they've changed the policy to you can have three kids now. What a pack of devils. And, and devils make people just stupid. Uh, but that's the way it is with these children of Satan. They have a relish for offing humans. During what's called a TED Talk, Gates made a snide joke about the need to replace or reduce a certain one of those numbers, a hee-hee, the population number, to near zero in order to save the planet from climate change, and the whole audience snickered with him. You ever notice how Gates giggles every time he talks about corona deaths? It's just weird. Watch this, and then watch this one. Links in my notes. Anyway... Establishment medical professionals used to actually study stuff like this and ask questions, you know, questions like, what has changed precedent to this sudden rise in deaths? What's different? Could it be the introduction of this newfangled mRNA jab? And we did have to change the definition of the word vaccine in order to get uh, this to qualify uh, (laughs) to use this cell invasive therapy. Yeah, okay. Uh, In the interest of transparency, the article cited here explains that the CDC's rationalization for making the change in that definition was to make it more transparent. You know, the old definition could have been interpreted as saying vaccines provide 100% protection. And you didn't notice that over, what, 20 or 30 years? Uh, Anyway, uh, which they've never done, of course. Uh, But the fact is, the newfangled vaccines would not have qualified under the old definition. And this new definition happened to get introduced just as the newfangled innovation was being introduced. And so you make up your own mind, and I'll make up mine. (laughs) Because, you see, the new definition could also very easily be understood as an effort to squeeze the mRNA innovation into a category already established, saving them years of delay in getting this thing to market. COVID was made to order for a whole lot of evil that got released into the world right along with it. Okay. I need to wrap up this segment. What's my concern about these mRNA vaccines? Well, no way we have time for that. But here's an article from NIH.gov, published by PubMed. And essentially, it's an admission that some in the medical establishment are concerned about this mRNA injection invading human cells with messenger RNA that instructs that cell to produce the same spike protein SARS-CoV-2 uses to make you sick. With the COVID-19 disease, these spike proteins are supposed to be harmless. That is the ones generated by this mRNA vaccine. And they are purposed to trigger the body to produce the antibodies that will recognize the SARS-CoV-2 spikes when they enter in and, uh, and destroy them. But some studies are finding there are some problems with these mRNA replicated spike proteins. Are you listening? Coming from PubMed, friends, among the concerns that have been raised. One is regarding the types of antibodies produced and about some of the actions of these artificially generated spike proteins in the body of the vaccinated. One report said certain antibodies change the shape of the spike protein, making it more likely to bind the cells. And it has been shown that this mRNA-induced or created spike protein by itself, that is, in other words, without being part of the coronavirus, can, by itself, 
damage endothelial cells and disrupt the blood-brain barrier. You've heard about that. It could also break down the integrity of your blood vessels and lymphatic vessels together, compromising the integrity of your, of your blood flow. Uh, that can't be good. This article published by PubMed under the auspices of NIH tells us these mRNA-manufactured spike proteins can create problems associated with long COVID in as many as 50% of those infected with SARS-CoV-2. The rest of the article recommends an intervention intended to protect the vaccinated from harms associated with the vaccine quote, to prevent the harmful actions of the spike protein, end quote. Now, folks, I intend to look more closely into this, but if PubMed is publishing articles where NIH-aligned medical scientists and studies are asking questions like these, I think you need to look more deeply into all of this before you continue lining up for the shots and the boosters. These vaccine pushers are as guilty for these jab deaths as a heroin pusher is guilty for the deaths that follow his trade. Wait till you hear from the makers of a new movie, Cutting the Head Off a Snake. I went over this in my Brain Massage live podcast on Rumble, Twitter, uh, X now, a couple of pages on Facebook and LinkedIn. I broadcast Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, and I go live at about 9 p.m. We visit for about 90 minutes. If you want the link to join in, go to brainmassage.net, use our contact form to send me a lights on, and then a message, along with your email address so I can send you notifications. Let me know you want to be notified, by the way. But real quick, first, an internationally known and respected Swiss banker, Pascal Najati, headquartered in Geneva, by the way, sued the president of Switzerland, accusing Alain Berset of making false statements surrounding the effectiveness of COVID mRNA vaccines, quote-unquote. His influence is so great in Switzerland, President uh, Berset, or Bursette, declared his intention to step down. Uh, this well-known international banker is uh, on the warpath against the World Economic Forum, targeting Carl, you will own nothing, and, uh, <laughs> and that will make us elites real happy. Schwab. What's that? Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, that, okay, I know that's not, that, that's right. Okay, here's the exact quote. You will own nothing and be happy. Okay, are you happy? <laughs> It's a summary of Danish Prime Minister Ida Aachen in an article published, uh, written by her, published for the World Economic Forum as part of their promotion for their 2016 Davos Switzerland meeting. Look, I've got to wrap this segment. So this internationally known and respected world banker in Geneva, Switzerland, gets the jab. And now he and his mother, who also received it, are dying. He did some research and he knows that this vaccine is killing him. And he's not happy about it. He is convinced the WEF, its chairman, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, with Global Alliance for Vaccines and Immunization, Gavi, the World Health Organization, Big Pharma, Big Tech, and other globalist elites have conspired together to push a global humanity injection by a bioweapon. And that's in quotes, by the way. He referred to this thing as a bioweapon. He accuses them of democide. Democide is an action of the government using its power to kill its own citizens. He calls on the Swiss authorities to round up these people, uh, almost all of them headquartered in Geneva or having some connections there, and arrest them. He's accusing them of crimes against humanity. In other European COVID reaction news, German attorney Reiner Fuhlmech, who is leading the effort to drag these murderers before a German court to be tried for crimes against humanity, was arrested in the German embassy in Mexico recently. Uh, that goes a long way toward confirming his case against the German government and medical establishment there. The shadow of Nuremberg is creeping over Germany. 
And here in America, we've seen some interesting progress. McCullough, uh, this is uh, from Epoch Times, by the way. Dr. McCullough has laid out an incontrovertible, undeniable, indisputable argument that it is perfectly reasonable for Americans to skip the COVID-19, the flu, and all the RSV fall vaccines. Friends, do what Najati called on all freedom-loving and truth-loving seeking people everywhere to do. That is, we will not comply. Uh, he also laid out the case for showing that the shield protecting Pfizer and Moderna from being held accountable for pushing their vaccine is gone. It is compromised, and this means those injured by their vaccines can sue those companies for damages. Uh, it says, quote, the plasmid bioactive containment contaminant sequences were not pointed out to the regulatory authorities. It's considered adulteration, in quote. This means the FDA, under law, is required to demand a recall of all the latest release of Pfizer and Moderna mRNA vaccines. It also means their shield of protection from civil suits is gone. All right, my friends, I got to take a short break. Get my breath here. Hold on. I'll be right back. Masks don't protect against viral infection. In fact, they make matters worse, and they signal surrender of your bodily autonomy to the government. If you insist on wearing one, make sure it's white, because you're raising the white flag of surrender to oppression. Does the Bible support a government mask mandate? Government did not create our body, and it does not have the authority to regulate our right to breathe. They say follow the science, but scientists disagree about public masking. The Bible speaks of science falsely so-called. We should indeed follow true science. This book examines mask mandates dates from science and the Bible. 964 scientific articles examined, zero support for masks, and scriptures make it clear. Government authority is limited. It doesn't have the right to interfere with our natural right to decide medical interventions or inalienable rights God has endowed to every human being. Science says the masks don't work. The scripture says government has no authority to interfere with your right to breathe. Get 20% off at booklocker.com using this discount code. Save 20. Let my people breathe. Unmask the mass controversy with science and the scripture is also available at barnesandnoble.com, walmart.com, amazon, and elsewhere. Go to godswar2020.com. They're back that devilish manufactured disease, and they're already talking about forcing us to strap those dirty face diapers on our faces. If you believe in informed consent, here is the book that will help you. Let My People Breathe, Unmasking the Mask Controversy with Science and Scripture by medical professional Sarah Green, certified physician assistant, and theologian Dr. Jerry Scheidbach. Available wherever you buy your devils. Beware, Pastor Scheidbach is on the air. Hello, welcome back. I'm Dr. Scheidmark, pastor at the Lighthouse, your brain masseur, and Paul Revere's lantern lighter. Lighting the lamps with the church belfry arch, singling the enemies on the march, an enemy that would steal from us our enemies. I'm going to have to bring you up on the coming war with today's axis of evil, China, Russia, Iran, and the significance of the U.S. attacking Iran's proxies sent to attack our bases uh, on Saturday night's uh, Brain Massage Live. Let's conclude the show today with a look at Mike Johnson. Why do they hate Mike? Uh, will Mike spike, sputter, or spin? <laughs> Mike Johnson is a representative from Louisiana. Uh, he has been on the Hill for seven years. He is very open about his Christian faith. Recently, he stirred some brouhaha when he said he was a Bible-believing Christian. Imagine that. Uh, the children of disobedience cried and howled like their father, whom they call Lucifer, the bright, shining one, 
whom the Spirit says will transform himself into an angel of light. And he's done some work on that, you know. Uh, whose proper name in the Hebrew tongue is Hillel, and that means howling one, not halal, which is for praise. Mike Johnson has come under fire for his evangelical faith. He has called homosexuality inherently unnatural, his words, and a dangerous lifestyle. He even linked it into a category that includes other unnatural behaviors like bestiality. He wrote, quote, experts project that homosexual marriage is the dark harbinger of chaos and sexual anarchy that could doom even the strongest republic, end quote. And he's right about that, my friend. And that's been true of this movement from its beginning, as I pointed out several times. When pressed about this, he deferred, like they all do, and punted. Well, that matter's been decided by the court, and I'm a rule of law guy, you know. So, you know, I thought you were a guy who said, if you want to know my worldview and what I believe, pick up your Bible. Yeah, rule of law. Well, I agree with that. God's law, or the rulings of a lawless court, like Roe v. Wade. I don't have time to argue this right now, but what I'm saying is this is another stinking political dodge answer. Just say, like Roe, that decision is seriously flawed, and I will hope it will be legally overturned. Meanwhile, it is the law, and I'm a law and order guy. You see the difference in that? He voted for a national ban on abortion. He co-sponsored a 20-week abortion ban and celebrated the overturning of Roe. It should be at conception, but we'll talk about that later. He introduced a bill to prohibit the use of federal funds to provide queer education for children under 10. He opposed the bill that gave federal recognition to same-sex marriages. He is an attorney that worked for Alliance Defending Freedom, a state amendment banning same-sex marriage, and asserted that without this ban, quote, there will be no legal basis to deny a bisexual the right to marry a partner of each sex or a person to marry his pet, end quote. Uh, and I like all of that, by the way. He's right on. I, I don't believe any other member of the House would align so closely to biblical values and traditional values as this man does. So I get where he's coming from when he says, if you want to know my worldview, pick up your Bible. And yet, sensitivity to the political nature of his new assignment is obviously not lost on Mike. And frankly, that troubles me a little bit. I understand compromise when both parties are aligned in values and objectives, but the, the left never compromise. They are at war. Their terms are uh, surrender, period. Throw up the white flag and surrender. The conservatives are still playing like they are in 1950s America when the left and the right had shared core values and traditions. That is not the case today. When Democrats get power, they attack every aspect of America as founded. And they give no quarter. When conservatives get power, it's all about, oh, well, uh, let's all get along. Uh, let's compromise. So they get squishy. So forgive me if you think I'm looking at this guy a little too closely. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm done with, with this nonsense. We need men to stand up and take, take ground back. And so please take what I say here as a call to pray for this brother. He needs us, and he needs our communication and influence. We have all watched more than one Christian patriot lose his or her clarity, moral clarity, in the bright lights of fame and power, and a position that is almost defined as requiring compromise. The strong undercurrent of bipartisan consensus begins pulling very hard when a strong conservative gets a position like this dragging him down into the deep water of deep state compromise. Pray for this speaker. 
The potential is huge, but the dangers are many. I've already noted in him some influence of deep state undertow. Check out his interview with Hannity. Johnson came across a bit squishy in his response to the attacks Hannity brought out that he's experiencing from the left. Now, maybe he was tired, and I understand that, so so maybe he didn't follow the question as it was put to him, and perhaps he missed it or missed Q. Uh, after introductions, Hannity says, quote, You got a warm welcome from the DNC, anti-abortion MAGA extremist Mike Johnson, co-sponsor to Institute Extreme Abortion Ban Nationwide, wants to cut Social Security and Medicare. Here is some free advice for Mike. Don't get comfortable in that chair. This is the same MAGA extremism the American people already rejected. And that's an allusion to 2020, which they stole, and it will be rejected again. Mike's response. Yeah, welcome to the job, right? Yeah, they don't know me, Mike goes on to say. A lot of these people don't know me. And I think I'm, um, if they would talk to some of my colleagues here on the other side of the aisle that have worked with me for, for the seven years that I've been on Capitol Hill, they would tell them that those things are not true. Give me a chance. Let me have a chance to lead here and you'll see what I'm really about, end quote. Excuse me, which of the things were not true, Mike? I know that they were all true about you. So what are you saying? I don't doubt the sincerity of your convictions even a little bit. I think you're authentic, all sincerely held beliefs. I sure hope so. But you missed something here. And you're just starting off with a why can't we all get along thing going on. What? These people don't want to get along with you. They want to destroy you. Are you out of your mind? Have you have you already lost your brain? <laughs> okay. Look, it's not true. Well, tell me which of the things uh, they have said about you are not true, my friend. What did they say? That, that, that's not true. Your answer should have been, well, they know where I stand. I guess I've done a good job. That would be the right way to respond to that. That's the way you fight these devils. Uh, I hope you will wake up from the junk you're on right now and get sobered up real quick. Mike sounded like some silly idiot who thought if only he could talk to Hitler, he could convince him that killing the Jews was not a nice thing to do. My point here is we are at war. When will these guys catch on? Mike talked like he just wants God-hating, America-despising, queer-embracing perverts to give him a chance. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. If he was talking about them, that was the context of the question. If he's been getting along just fine with his colleagues on the other side of the aisle, what? Uh, he's never crossed the line of their trigger issues on a level where it threatened them in any way. Well, that's going to change, friend. This betrayed a weakness in the new speaker, I fear, that could undo him as it has so many before him. You've simply got to give up on the idea of bipartisan deal-making, friend, on such issues as these. It, it just simply doesn't exist. There is no middle ground. America has declared a civil war between factions lining up on the God-hating, America-despising side against the patriot who loves God and country. There's no compromise on either side with that kind of situation. Now, I'm going to have to close. I'll see you live Saturday night and in person on Sunday. I've lit the lamps to the Church Welfare Arch. You let me know you see they're on. Call me by dialing 1-805-314-2114 or go to our website, brainmassage.net. Find the Contact Us button. Send me an email. God bless you. God bless America. And I'll see you in church.
Satan wants you to believe the world belongs to him and that you, Christian, have no say and no place in it. But the secret is out. Jesus is king and all mankind are his subjects. Satan has no right to rule an inch of territory in the earth. Learn how to claim the earth for Jesus Christ. Get God's War, Why Christians Should Rule the World. Go to GodsWar2020.com. They're back. That devilish manufactured disease. And they're already talking about forcing us to strap those dirty face diapers on our faces. If you believe in informed consent, here is the book that will help you. Let My People Breathe, Unmasking the Mask Controversy with Science and Scripture by medical professional Sarah Green, certified physician assistant, and theologian Dr. Jerry Scheidbach. Available wherever you buy your books.